Welcome to Sex Ed with DB. I'm your host, DB. Let's get into it. Let me tell you about one of my favorite pleasure product retailers out there, Lion's Den. If you haven't heard about Lion's Den before, I can't wait to tell you about them. Lion's Den opened its first retail facility in Columbus, Ohio in 1971. That's right, over 50 years ago. Since then, they've grown to more than 50 outlets throughout the U.S., building their reputation on high-quality products, low prices, and a knowledgeable sales staff who can help you find the perfect toy. One of the many things I love about Lion's Den is that they advocate for a sex-positive perspective on intimacy and sexual well-being, and strive to break the stereotypes and stigma surrounding sex by providing comprehensive educational resources to empower everyone to enjoy life to the fullest. They are simply amazing. Lucky for you, Lion's Den is giving my listeners an exclusive discount of 15% off your purchase, in-store and online with code SEXEDWITHDB at lionsden.com. What are you waiting for? Get your amazing Lion's Den toy now. When you think about the words pleasure and power, what comes to mind? If you're a fan, you know my answer will always be the magic wand. But what if I told you the magic wand could fit in the palm of your hand? Say hello to the Magic Wand Micro. The Magic Wand Micro may make you wonder how it can possibly represent a brand renowned for power. But once you turn it on, this impossibly powerful multi-function, multi-speed massager proves it's a magic wand through and through. Same magic, now in pocket size. Use code SEXEDWITHDB at Lion's Den for 15% off your Magic Wand Micro now. Look at us, we've made it. We're small business owners running our own companies. What bliss. But do you still get that year-round anxiety feeling that you're not doing your taxes right? Or that you aren't getting the biggest bang for your buck? Thank G for Collective. Collective is the all-in-one financial solution for freelancers, contractors, and self-employed entrepreneurs. Collective members save an average of $10,000 per year on taxes. If you act before October 31st, you can too. Go to collective.com now and use code Danielle, D-A-N-I-E-L-L-E, to receive one month free. And make sure to tell them that Sex Ed with DB sent you. Let's talk about a lube I absolutely love, UberLube. UberLube makes sex better for everyone by reducing friction and increasing pleasure. Whether you're using it for solo sex, sex with a partner, or both, UberLube has a long-lasting performance that lets skin feel skin. It has simple body and condom-friendly ingredients, is scent and color-free, dissipates when no longer needed so there's no sticky residue, and is recommended by leading doctors. Use code SEXEDWITHDB for 15% off at uberlube.com. Do you live in a state that has unjust bans to abortion? Plan C has got you covered. Go to plancpills.org and select your state or territory from the drop-down menu to learn how people are getting abortion pills by mail in your state, as well as information on hotlines, in-person clinics, and more. It even has a pregnancy calculator so you can determine how far along you are, which may affect which abortion options are available to you. Follow and share on social media at Plan C Pills and visit plancpills.org to learn more. Plus, make sure to check out Plan C's merch store and use code DB for 10% off. All merch proceeds go to a rotating list of abortion support organizers.
Dum da da dum da 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 dum da da dum da 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 season nine. Was that was that good enough for season nine intro? Hello, everybody. It is fucking season nine of this podcast, Sex Ed with DB, that I started a million years ago. Uh, well, like six and a half, but you get the gist. Um, I'm so pumped to do this work and to be able to come to you with just an amazing first episode of the season. We have April and Amy from Shameless Sex. Uh, In this episode, we talk about their amazing new book that comes out November 14th, which you can pre-order now wherever books are sold. Uh, In this episode, April and Amy also share tales of recent pleasurable experiences that they've had in the bedroom. And we talk about identifying our inner animals as a way to get in a sensual erotic zone. Oh, it was great. Such a great combo among many, many other things like how they encourage people to get control of their own pleasure and choose what works best for them and tools and practices and exercises in their book. And it's just, it's so great. I'm so lucky to know them. I've looked up to them for such a long time. And now the fact that we're colleagues in this space, mind blown. It's like the coolest thing ever. A couple of housekeeping things before we start this season. I would not be able to do this uh, and get into your ears uh, as I am right now without my sponsors. And so just a shout out to all the sponsors this season. We have Lion's Den, Uber Lube, Magic Wand, and Plan C. Uh, Amazing, amazing new sponsor and incredible sponsors that have been with me for years and years. Go to sexedwithdb.com slash discounts for exclusive discounts. And if you want to partner with us uh, at all, if you want to do collabs, whatever you want, email us at sexedwithdb at gmail.com. Uh, if you're not following us on social media, what the heck are you doing? Uh, check us out on IG at Sex Ed with DB Podcast and on TikTok at Sex Ed with DB. And sign up for our newsletter with behind the scenes content and giveaways and a lot of other really, really awesome stuff on our link tree and our Instagram. And finally, I just want to shout out my workshop that I've been working so hard on and just reaching out and getting a lot of really awesome people to sign up. And if you're someone who is a sex educator or a content creator, or a health coach, or a sex therapist, or in school, or you're a researcher, like if you're if you're a sexual health professional at all who wants to start your own business, I have a workshop called Building a Profitable Online Sexual Health Brand that's happening really soon. The cohort is happening in November. So if you want to sign up, go to sexedwithdb.com slash workshop to learn more, and I will tell you all my secrets. Uh, I'm a very transparent, honest person, but this workshop is the best way that I know to teach how to, you know, how I do this full time and just be really transparent about like the money that I make and how I get my partnerships and all, all that jazz. So if that's of interest to you, sexedwithdb.com slash workshop. And finally, I just want to say thank you to you all for just like keeping up and like listening to this podcast. It's such an honor to be able to do this work and to just have such a fucking blast while doing it. So thank you for listening and for tuning in to season nine of the podcast. Here I am with April and Amy. Amy and April, hello. Hello. Hi. Welcome to Sex Ed with DB for the first time together. Mm-hmm. I know, right? Yeah, this is uh, this is this, what you said. The third time's a charm, right? Third, third time's <laughs> a charm. Yeah, we had we had uh, Amy on a couple seasons ago when we were talking about lube and Uber lube, and then I was on Shameless Sex last season talking about STIs. That was a great episode. Mm-hmm. If you missed it, make sure after this episode you you listen in. 
And now you are on for actually the first episode of season nine of Ooh. Sex Ed with DB. Right. Uh, I, I have missed my audience. We haven't chatted in a couple weeks now. So I'm really, really glad that you both are here. And we're going to be talking about your amazing book that's coming out very, very soon, November 14th. Yeah. Uh, so I'm thrilled to have you. Thank you so much for being on. And we'll just get right into it. Why don't you guys tell the audience who you are? Tell us about your work. Tell us what you do. I'm April Lampert. I'm a cancer. I love long walks on the beach. Uh, I'm just kidding. This is a dating profile yeah, as well. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so, well, we are the Shameless Sex Podcast, and I am really April, uh, and I am really a cancer, and that is not relevant. But we are. We've had our podcast since 2017, and we are grateful to be one of the most listened to podcasts in the world, and specifically yeah. on sexuality. And we wrote a book that will be out November 14th this year. We actually referenced you in the book, mm -hmm. uh, Danielle, because oh. you are, oh yes, you, because you, you're so gifted and skilled at what you do. Oh. And uh, we're thrilled to be here. And I guess, you know, Amy's a certified sex educator. I'm almost done with my certified sex education certification. Oh, <laughs> and and um, I think that our expertise is just helping the world have more shameless sex and normalizing the conversations people have around sex, intimacy, even relationships. Uh, and uh, yeah, I actually co-own a sex toy company called Hot Octopus outside of shameless sex. And what fantastic else? Fantastic brand. Yeah, awesome. it's a fantastic brand. Thank mm -hmm. you. Uh, we have we're small but mighty, which I think <laughs> is really cool. And we, yeah, since 2017. Amy, what else do you think? I think you kind of summed it up in a nutty shell. Uh, <laughs> she nailed it. I nailed it. Yeah, I um, I am all those things with April, and uh, we started the Shameless Sex Podcast like it was in 2017. But we started it because it was a fun passion project. Essentially, like we always knew we'd have a creative project that would come about. And um, April's going through a divorce, and I was going through a heartache. One of those relationships we break up once a year for like five and a half years. I was in. <laughs> Oh, wow. Yeah, that the one of those one of those classics. Yeah, everyone has one of those, right? Uh, and um, and yeah, so we, we guessed on sex with Emily. We're friends with Emily. We're actually going to her show this week. And, oh, um, great. Yeah, yeah not tomorrow. Making the day, rounds. Day, yeah, day, day after, after tomorrow. tomorrow. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, we're making our rounds. We love other podcasters. So, uh, and yeah, we're like, let's start a podcast. Uh, and so we did and we've loved every minute of it. So, so fun. So yeah, the other hats I wear besides being a sex educator, I'm a sex and relationship coach. I also co-own a online sex shop called purepleasureshop.com with my mom, which used to be a brick yes. and mortar for 12 years. Which is how uh, I got started because she convinced me to work at her and her mother's retail shop because we were best friends yeah. that were waitressing together. And I studied law and Amy was finishing her psychology and human sexuality, right? With yeah. a minor. Mm -hmm. And she was telling me about this, this dream that she had to open a really sex positive store in Santa Cruz because there was one sex shop. There were a couple, but they weren't as sex positive as places around mm. like US are. So mm -hmm. she did that. I didn't think she was serious. And when I was like, Amy, I don't oh, even own a vibrant. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. She's like, I, I think you're going to be really good at this. And I'm like, yo, I don't even have a vibrator. And then she gave me my first vibrator. 
Change wow. your life forever. <laughs> wow, truly. Yeah, exactly. you are the catalyst in some ways. That's really, really powerful. Wow, holy hell. Okay. Well, one thing I want to tackle right off the bat is I really look up to you both mm. professionally and personally. So it's really cool to have you on the podcast and to kind of come full circle and be able to do this work kind of side by side. So your success is so exciting to me and I know uh, vice versa and I know I have your guys' support, which is so nice. Um, so it's just nice to have friends in the space. But Speaking of friends, um, I really not the show. You oh. two. I was going there. I was like the, the yeah, show. Yeah, yeah. I love that. We're not that. going back. Okay. We're not going back to the nineties. It's going to stay there. Uh, one thing I really love about you two in particular is your chemistry, right? And like how much fun that you two definitely have together while you're doing this. And I'm wondering, like, what is it like working with your best friend as a business partner, as a podcast host, as a co-writer of a book? Like, you have so many things that you have ventured into. No, you can see uh, a <laughs> listener, but yeah, we're we're ringing necks over here. But yeah, like, what, lovingly, what is that it was like? lovingly, it was loving, it was yeah. loving, neck ringing, yes, yeah, yeah. yeah. We, What's that process like? Yeah, I, yeah, I think so. So I've owned uh, two businesses. Well, I mean, other than by myself, I owned two businesses with other people. One was my mom, and the other one is with my best friend, and. I know a lot of uh, business arrangements can uh, go south uh, with friends or people that aren't even your friends. And I've just felt so uh, fortunate that my two, the people that I've gone into business with um, are p- people that I work really well with. I trust, like I trust my life with these people um, and, and, you know, my mom and April. And so I've just felt really fortunate. It doesn't mean everything's always sunshine and rainbows, but April and I were I've been friends since 2006, right? And mm, yeah. and and you were 20 when I met I was you. I was underage with a fake ID. Yeah. And um, <laughs> but we became close really quickly and and um over the years we've just we've learned a lot more about how to communicate in general and we already knew how to communicate with each other even when shit hits the fan and we're not communicating as our best selves. We know how to repair that and it's really important to us. Um so so it might sound like on although if you listen to us sometimes on air we're bickering too but um yeah it works we just we our flow our dynamic is works really well um i'm kind of a little more of like i want to just ground it but april raises me up and i think i bring her down to earth a little bit mm-hmm. and i need that like i like when raise april's like come on up here it's awesome and um yeah i just feel really you need really that balance yeah it's wonderful it's really beautiful yeah, I will. I will second uh, the the raising and then grounding that's much needed in my life that Amy can provide me. And I will say that good communication is key. And at like every because we're in a relationship, Amy and I are. We're a where we say we tell people actually that we're non sexual life partners, which is true. But it's that sisterhood that uh, there. There's always. I mean, we're in business. I don't even think of it as a business a lot of times until I'm like, wait, this really is a business because oh, yeah. it wasn't for a long time. It, it always flowed, and then when we wrote the book, we were both so stressed, right? And then she also obviously is a lead educator for Uberlube, and then I have hot octopus and so we have these other ventures and then amy still does coaching sometimes as well so we 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 had to kind of make the most of our time together and not treat it like work uh, and also still honor our friendship because that's one thing that we noticed many times Mm -hmm. that we were always working and we can always work like all the time right (laughs) Right. and then always something to do yeah we'll be at dinner and i'm like yo what about this thing or this thing or this thing and amy's will will say lovingly this was supposed to be some just 
it's one-on-one well, on one time to hang. I right, only right. say that because April because asked I, for that. She I said, did. can we have some right. hang time without talking right, about right, right. sure? And, and then, then we'd be like, I have a business And then she's bringing yeah, I, I was like, didn't you say oh, they were not? my laptop and be like, look at this thing that we got. <laughs> yeah. I made the spreadsheet. Yeah. Just take I a did. look at You're like, we're at a Wendy's, yeah. dude. Like, please. Yeah. It's like, we have a PowerPoint. And one last thing I'll add to that is the process of writing a book, which took two years and we're so proud of it. We probably should have had a therapist, like a couple's therapist for Seriously. Or like a friend's therapist. Seriously. But I mean, we got through it. We, we did a we did a fantastic job. I'm so impressed. But I, I, I mean, it's kind of like taking on another relationship. Like we're in a relationship with each other. We both have partners, and so they're kind of relationships with each both of us too. And now we're in a relationship with a book. So it's like it's very very complicated, and we made it through. But I would highly recommend if anyone is going into any sort of uh, arrangement, whether it's with friends or lovers, and you know that it's like or like th- things are getting a little messy at times. Yeah, get that Could support. Get <laughs> also, we didn't use AI or ghostwriting. Yeah, we. Wrote it. Uh, professionals <laughs> yeah. for this. We wrote it. For the it. record. Yeah. For the record. Just make it clear. Right. Yeah, no, that that is an interesting, important clarification that will need to be said for years and years and years to come. Because like ghostwriting has always been a thing, right? It's like people and and like people use pseudonyms. Like there's a lot of behind the scenes, but AI is a really interesting thing when it comes to writing. However, I've used ChatGPT, and every time I ask anything sexual, they're like, "That's inappropriate." Oh, oh my yeah. god, go fucking! <laughs> if fuck you say masturbation, yeah. I didn't even know what AI was until we were almost done with the book, and people kept asking me, "Are you using AI to write your book?" And I was just like, kind of dumbfounded. Why would Why would we use AI to write a book when we have all of this we're the knowledge, yeah. right? And now I get why people. Ask, Look at the strikes in Hollywood that happened mm. because the writers weren't getting credit for AI because AI was doing a lot of writing. I just looked at that. And so it is an interesting time in the world. But um, I will say that I appreciate ghostwriters. I think that a lot of celebrities use ghostwriters and they're still there's still something to say about that. But Amy and I, I think that's where the stress level went to a maximum because mm. how is our messaging um, going to reach as many people as possible without kind of pigeonholing our um, like what we're, our conversations around sex in our book and on our podcast with, w- because we want to bring shameless sex to everyone, meaning people can just feel comfortable in their bodies and about their pleasure without, um, without being, no one's broken, without thinking that mm-hmm. you're abnormal, without thinking that, um, we're trying to sell you something or trying to make you do anything a specific way. Cause that's not what we want. We want everyone to do as Amy says, you do you. A lot of people say that. You but do you. She's always like, you yeah. do you. <laughs> no, that I think Amy was the first to say that. Let's just yeah, also right, make right. it clear. She yeah, marked it. Mark, yes. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, you, you've jumped ahead. I think that that's exactly what we were going to talk about next is your book, right? And just to hammer this home, November 14th, you can pre-order it. I presume we'll talk about that at the end of the podcast, but it's called Shameless Sex, Choose your own pleasure path to unlock the sex like life you've been waiting for. Uh, and I, I just want to know, you know, like you already have this top podcast, right? You've been working together for a long time. You have hundreds and hundreds of podcast episodes. You've talked to so many people uh, talking about so many different things. How come you decided that a book would be kind of the next best step or like what's what's different about this book that you're able to offer in it that maybe is is a little different than the podcast or other things that you've done? 
Well, the concept for the book was something we actually came up with in 2018. Uh, so, it, and we didn't start working on it until, was it early 2021? Early 2021. Yeah. So we, and so we had this idea and we can talk about it now. We couldn't for a while because we don't want anyone to know and copy this idea, but it's, right. it's similar to those choose your own adventure books. Did you ever read those? Uh, oh the yeah. Fictional great. Ones? Find the abominable, yes. yeah. abominable There's no snowman. abominable snowman's in ours <laughs> and it's not fictional. But, but it goes very hand in hand with shameless sex, right? We don't tell you, like April said, we don't tell you who you should be as a sexual being, exactly what you should do. We give you all the options. It's, you mm. know, what what's the outcome that you want? And here's, the, if you, okay, I want this outcome. Here's the many things you can do or try or start to practice to get to that outcome. And so... It, it really takes into account most the, the the majority of or the most popular sex questions we get the categories to am I normal am I broken are we broken and then also the spicy things like how do I spice things up how do I keep things like juicy and alive how do I become a, ma- a master lover or a master of certain aspects of, of being a lover and um and so we uh, we put that all together. And so this book is written in like past, present, future is not easy to write, by the way. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's a challenge. But not, that wasn't even intentional. It kind of we were we were reading it cover to cover and realized that that's where what it was. Yeah, and that's how, what it became. Like, that's genius. Yeah. we So we didn't. Yeah. We didn't really know what what kind of the, this would be this beautiful beast of a book. But um, so it, it's it. We wanted to give people tools to be able to that, that's outside of what we offer in the podcast. Right. In the podcast, you can hear a lot of what is in the book, but the book really organizes it and also has unique formulas and practices that are not anywhere in, or not on our podcast that you that's tangible. Right. You can have it there, whether it's audio or or you have the printed book and you can access it over and over again. Like I have this sex related issue or this relational issue. What do I do here? What's the outcome you want? Go to this page, go to this page. And then everything's all good. You do the work. And then, oh no, six months later, oh no, here's a new one, a new thing. Mm. So now you go read something related to that. And then you follow that, that course. So you can really be your own guide or I wouldn't say therapist, but like, yeah, your own guide for, or coach, I think for being the unique sexual being that you are. Also, I want to add one thing because the important piece is that we get a ton of sex questions as I'm sure Danielle, you also get a ton of sex questions. And what we did realize over the years was that these sex questions that we receive on some scale always fit into specific categories. And there were only about maybe 10, but really about eight Mm-hmm. of them. And mm-hmm. we we realized that uh, when we were doing the book that we should probably curate the book to those sex questions. The, am I normal? Am I broken? Um, how do I spice up my sex life? And then there, so there are uh, eight different chapters and then an introduction, obviously, that guides you through what we're doing. But it was really curious uh, and amazing that most people's sex questions time and time again, I mean, probably 99.9% of them, right? I won't say 100% because some of them are are like... Uh, Get the rogue one. Yeah. Hey, yeah. <laughs> you know, what is your what do your tits look like? Which yeah. I'm like, mm, that, that doesn't fit in. Yeah. Uh, like, but, really good one. Really different. Yeah. But <laughs> yeah, we're not going to answer that today. Yeah, it's not right. in the book, everyone. Right. Or is right. it? No, or is not. it? Or, no, it's oh, my God. Someone, on that note, someone gave me a podcast review that was like, five stars. And then the comment on it said, give me your number so I can masturbate or just so you can show me how to masturbate something. And I was like, okay, I'll take the five stars. Well, we've had to follow up on that. We've had one and sometimes two stars and and people commenting, this is the best podcast I've ever listened to. So I think yours, the five star 
yeah, might be good. nice at asking a question, but we were like, wait, if this is the best podcast ever, Do what's up with the, the two rating stars? System? Yeah. 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 <laughs> I don't understand. Very confusing. Very confusing. <laughs> Uh, okay, back to what you do cover in the book about like your people's sex lives, right? So there's a lot of questions that you get about like, how do I do this? How do I spice up my sex life? How, how, like how, how to questions, right? What would you say most people don't know or realize about partnered sex? And what would you say most people, at least in the questions that you get in the conversations that you have, uh, what don't they realize about solo sex? Okay, I want to add one thing to the part, well, the partner sex and kind of a continuation for what I was talking about just before this question. And um, something that came up that is kind of, I, it feels like it's a neon now is that you are the master of your own pleasure. Really? It starts with you. And it sounds obvious. It wasn't that obvious when we, a recording podcast, it, it, we would, it would come up again and again. And when we were writing the book, it was like, no, it starts with you. Your brain is your largest sex organ. It starts with you first. And during partnered sex, if you're expecting or want to, wanting to make your partner do a specific thing, I really want my partner to orgasm when I do this, or I really want my partner to like giving blowjobs, or uh, I really want to learn how to, or, or wh- why can't I uh, ejaculate? I'm a vulva owner. And mm. what's wrong with me, right? And it's, it's nothing, first of all. Uh, and second of all, you aren't going to be able to make anyone else do anything. And right. no one else is going to be able to make you do a specific thing, right? I mean, th- this is the, the as a human, uh, you have the ability to choose what you uh, enjoy. And that's the thing with solo sex. It kind of pleasure kind of starts by exploring yourself um, with yourself, by yourself, uh, for yourself. Uh, and that's something that you can share when you're with a partner. So that is, it's in bold and highlighted right now, uh, uh, like in this audible version. Uh, However, it is like in neon now to me that, oh, wait, my partner isn't responsible for my own pleasure. And you can take it one step further to actually guide them after you learn about what you enjoy. And remember, that's always going to change. Something you love today, uh, sexually in the bedroom, you could like this clitoral stimulation with this flick of a tongue and a, and a finger in the bum. And then next week, next week you might not enjoy that at all and want something different. So it's, it's this constant evolution and ebb and flow of your, of yourself that you can share when you're experiencing sex, uh, and intimacy with partners. Hmm. Yeah. And, and what I'll add to that, and I 100% agree with all of what April said there. And I think one of the, the pieces that a lot of which with like all the sex questions we get, 99.9%, I'd say, uh, the answer is, have you talked about it? And, you know, have you talked oh. to your partner about it? Have you mm. talked? Have, have like, and, and if you have, how deep did you go into that inquiry? You know, what did you share? How did you share? A lot of people don't know how to or not are, are not sharing a lot and they don't know how to share it in a way that feels safe for them or loving or can be well received by partners. Um, and so th- that's that's just so common when people are asking, you know, I can't orgasm. What do I do? But it often we're like, OK, but have you talked to your partner about this, about mm-hmm. what you want, need, desire? You know, have you shared that you, um, you know, that this is a challenge for you, that you're concerned about this? And so our book really goes into a lot about how to do these things and we have our own unique formula called the connect formula which is an acronym for various ways to communicate which which is based on a lot of other modalities of communication like nonviolent communication um, mm-hmm. all kind, all kinds of other um, ways of speaking 
And so, uh, and it's not just that there's all these other pieces in there that are about how to, we talk about small asks and big asks in our book and the difference between those and, you know, where do you do this? How do you do those? So, so yeah, I think that's the thing that people are, um, not taking the, like we, yeah, yeah, of course, communication sucks. Yes, we know it's important, but they're not realizing, uh, how important that is and that, I don't want to call it like an art because it's different for everyone. There's not one way to do it, but it is a skill and it's a learned skill. And if you're feeling stuck, it's often one of the biggest pieces or the answers to unstucking mm. yourself with your, especially with yes. a partner. And it's for life, right? Like this is, this is not like a one time, this is not a one trick pony kind of situation. Like you're not like, Oh great. I had this one conversation about like my inability to orgasm. Now they just get it. And it's just like, okay, this is like, even for people who know each other, who love each other, who are in a committed relationship, right? There is still plenty to talk about because like you said, if it's a finger in the bum and one in the dumb or whatever it was, <laughs> then, you know, that could change. And the way in which we want to interact Speaking of like AI, what kinds of new sex toys are there going to be in 15 years? Like imagine, I can't even fathom, right? Like there's going to be so many different kinds of ways that we are going to be engaging in sex. And so the kind of constant communication and negotiation and, you know, the art of those conversations is practice. Like it's, it's and it's always going to be a part of, you know, your, the way that you think about your own pleasure and the way you interact with somebody else. Which mm -hmm. that might that might piss people off or they might be bummed. They're like, really? There's not there's not just this this thing I can do every time. Right. Like a and, quick fix. Right. Works with all partners. That works with everyone. <laughs> right. And really, that is the complexity of the human mind and the human body. And that's also the exciting piece. Right. Mm. That's what makes it an adventure. And even if you're with someone for 20 years and you're in this monogamous relationship that you want to secure, their bodies are changing. Your bodies are changing. Hormones are shifting. Environmental things are shifting. There could be children. There could be uh, different work environments. And all of those things affect your sexuality and who you are as a sexual being, not in a bad way, but just in a way that you need to communicate. Emily Moore said, Dr. Emily Morse, we love her. Communication is lubrication. And it is the best it's thing true. to think about. It's You have to lube it up with just talking about it and learning how uh, to do that in a way that works for you and that your partner can hopefully hear you and, and actively listen to your needs. Yeah. And like, you know, when we're talking about the way in which we communicate with partners, we do also have to consider like, how did that person grow up? Are they conflict diverse? Are there cultural differences? Like there are so many different parts to the way that we communicate. And when we're sharing the most intimate moments of our lives with someone, it can be very, very vulnerable. And so that's why it's so even like you said, I love that framework of like big asks and small asks, even the small asks are so critical to be able to like muster up the courage and the practice to get to those big asks, which is really, really important. Yeah, the yeah. little stepping stones to the, exactly. ah, this one's to way scarier. Yeah. 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 <laughs> we talk a lot about sex education, but when I'm shopping for products to support my sexual wellness, exploration, and expression, I head to the experts at Lion's Den. Lion's Den is an adult retailer with over 50 locations nationwide and hundreds of your favorite brands. They have everything you need to explore and express your sexual side. Right now, you can use code SEXEDWITHDB for 15% off your purchase in-store and online at lionsden.com. Follow them on social media, at lionsdenadult on Instagram and TikTok for exclusive offers, deals, and giveaways. 
I'm about to get personal here, so listen up. I'm gonna tell you a fun fact about me that you definitely didn't know. The lube that I use most consistently is Uber Lube. I really mean it. If you were here with me right now, I'd tell you to go over to my nightstand drawer and tell me what you see. That's right, you would see a bottle of Uber Lube. If you've never heard of Uber Lube, let me tell you about it. Uber Lube is a silky smooth silicone-based lube recommended by leading doctors, and its body-friendly ingredient list makes it widely used by people with sensitivities to lubricants. Another amazing thing about Uber Lube is that it doesn't leave a sticky residue like water-based lubes do. It lasts for a long time and doesn't stain clothing or bedding. I have three bottles of Uber Lube on my bedside table right now, ready when I need it. If you're someone who wants to feel more pleasure in the bedroom, use code SEXEDWITHDB for 15% off at uberlube.com. Trust me, it's amazing. I'm Amy, sex and relationship coach, certified sex educator, and 2022's Sexpert of the Year in the sex toy industry. And I'm April, VP of Hot Octopus, sex toy mogul, and 2016's Woman of the Year in the sex toy industry. Allow us to introduce you to Shameless Sex, a real talk, informative podcast all about sex and relationships, but with a playful twist. Want to learn how to eat pussy like a champ? suck diak like a boss how to better communicate connect with and touch lovers and partners or maybe you just want to be the master baiter of your own sexual pleasure shameless sex releases episodes weekly and features accredited doctors authors therapists and educators available on all podcast apps just look up shameless sex to discover your new best friends when it comes to all things sex and relationships to learn more visit shamelesssex.com I would love to hear about a chapter in the book that you're just very, very proud of, like something where you were like, you know, you both have been in this field for quite a long time. You're kind of like beginning mid midway question mark through your careers. I don't know how long you're going to work in this field, but you know, you know, you've been doing it for a long time. And so I wonder if there was any sort of newness or novelty that kind of came from one of the chapters that you were just like really, really proud of and excited to share. I'm sure we we definitely have. Uh probably a, a few pieces. The heavy stuff is first. And that's why when you buy the book and you read the book, uh, you might be uh, almost not exhausted because there's great information in the, in the first few chapters, but it does take you through the stuff that could be affecting your present self and which mm-hmm. in turn could affect the future sex life and self that you you know are, are calling in. And the Connect formula is definitely something that we worked very tirelessly on in a loving way. And there's so much humor in this book. It's not clinical, but I am so proud of some of the the funnies because we read the Audible book, right? Um, and if you're listening, please buy the hardcover, pre-order the hardcover, but also the Audible, Amy and I read it. Uh, and while we were reading it, and we did separate, separate, separately, we recorded separately in the studio. I was like, there were like, few times where I was cracking up and then the sound engineer was dying too. And I was like, I'm sorry, we have to stop because that is fucking hilarious. And, and I was just really proud. I called Amy after one of my sessions. Uh, and I was like, I'm really proud of this book there. Mm. We can take these sometimes situations that could feel really scary or really taboo or naughty or, or, uh, just completely, I think scary would be the best uh, way to describe it and uh, have humor with it in a way that is also relatable. It's not making fun of anything. It's just sometimes funny how we uh, did uh, 
I, I, and I can't think of a specific example of the funnies, um, but I will say that that did you have You'll the same have experience? You'll just have to read it, listener. Yes, you well, have to read it. So the way we, we wrote the book to everyone's like, oh, it's probably easier because there's two of you writing the book, and the way so th- that doesn't make things easier, everyone. Um, and the way we wrote it was um, it's kind of together yet separate. So I would do like a lot of the raw material, and then April would go through everything that I wrote and add, restructure, revamp, add more humor, more wit, more shameless sex vibes, like my. If it was just what Amy wrote, it was probably very dry. Um, even I'm not a dry person. It's just how I write. It's very different than, from the way yeah. I speak. Um, I'm fucking ridiculous, everyone. But when I write, <laughs> it's a little different. And um, and so, so yeah. So it's kind of like we both wrote a book, but together. So it's like two books in one. But anyways, when we were reading the audio book, I'm reading parts you know we've been we've we've read our book multiple times uh for various reasons for editing i'm reading out loud multiple parts and there are these parts that april put in that are like iterations with like three words to start with an s or like some something that is like really humorous and witty and playful but my mouth is tongue and, blah, 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 and i'll be like and, uh, and it's not going you won't hear this in the audio but God i'm like damn it yeah i'm like fucking yeah. april it's like, yeah. get your galoshes and yeah. your raincoat ready yeah because we're it's gonna start raining like female ejaculate not yes, really but that's right, like some, right. it, yeah there's funny stuff it's yes, silly I know she's it's like light it, you know some of those mo- and you need those like yeah. you said you know if it balances out kind of maybe the heavier the the more challenging aspect aspects of doing the work that is required in this. And at the same time, you want people to laugh and to know like sex also is funny and weird and pleasure is like humorous and just like joy and, you know, so many different aspects. Playful. The play. That's why we call it play. Right. And I, yeah, Yeah. so I, I, I love every chapter of the book. I think that they all speak to at least me in, in, um, in so many different ways. And I, so what I, what I'm really proud of is the structuring of it though, which our editors helped us with that as well. But like April said, starting with the things that don't seem super shiny, although you could just the way it's designed, you could go right to the not so shiny or sorry, the, the super shiny stuff because mm-hmm. the chapters are geared towards whatever it is that you're looking for. You can find them in the um, the table of contents. Uh, and but I, I like the the order of operations of like we're kind of like moving through the darkness to the light, and we're like, well, here it is. Now we can have the funds. Uh, yeah, I'm just I'm really really proud of that, and that feels very real and and true to uh, in honoring everyone's unique path in um, you know working towards whatever it is that they want to work towards. And there are woven yeah. stories of our own personal experiences. Oh, yeah. In there, it's not about us, though. We really did. We we combined some of our most, uh, I think, accredited guests over the years. Like Danielle. Uh, <laughs> like and, <laughs> once again. Yeah. And we took their pieces and their uh, quotes and then combined those uh, with Because you asked a question before, and I don't know if we really addressed it, but Amy, Amy did. And Amy did say something to the effect of a podcast is an hour long and you have 350 plus episodes at this point in 2023. And uh, that's a lot of information. Even if you want to scroll through and a book is tangible, that's something that you can hold and you can kind of flip through. And so not to be confused with just Amy and I telling you what to do or how to do something. It's taking some of our personal experiences and then weaving them into normalizing what can happen if it's happened to us, either of us in our lives, such as STIs or such as uh, 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 there's been non-consensual uh, sexual experiences, such mm-hmm. as uh, having faking orgasms, uh, different things that we could speak to. And then also uh, how we got to where we are today as sexual beings, which is still a journey that we both work on continuously. And so speaking of yeah. that. Ooh. 
you really went into right my next question. Oh. Well, before I even go into the next question, I really want to congratulate you for such an amazing feat with this book. Again, I cannot wait to read it uh, and listen to it all in the same. I think I want to listen to it while I read it. <laughs> I feel like that's going to be like most effective. Ooh, read with us. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah. There's sometimes there's things I couldn't pronounce that I say every day and uh, in the and I would go back to it and I, I don't I, I was so embarrassed. I was like, I say this word all the time. Just something simple like unparalleled. I'm like unparalleled. <laughs> it's hard. So, People don't realize. No, and you, you know, we've been doing podcast, I also started Sex Out with DB in 2017. So we've been doing this for years and years. Uh, and yet at the same time when there's like, you know, okay, take take four and you're like, fuck, I can't do it. Um, so it's a lot of work and a lot of effort. And I'm really excited to learn more from you all. Uh, but one thing I really, really love about you in general is that you are so forthcoming about your own personal experiences. Like you really live in the values of shameless sex. And I think that that surprisingly, like, isn't always the case. And I think, you know, it depends on like the people in your life and how private you want to be to respect them as well as your own personal experiences. But I think the fact that you both are so open and honest about what you have experienced makes me and so many others open and honest about it. And so I'd love to just hear about a recent pleasurable experience that each of you have had in the bedroom. <laughs> what happened? What was exciting about it? What tools did you use? And did anything surprise you? Uh, so what comes to mind for a me? A pitchfork, a stick of gum, and two matches. I'm just kidding. <laughs> and it was, that's all you need to know. That's my all yeah. Use your imagination. Right, right, right. Choose your own adventure with that one. Someone's into it. Um, <laughs> yeah, what comes to mind for me is uh, my, so my part, we, we, so we had this, we have a dear friend who's also been a guest on the show multiple times, Willow Brown, Dr. Willow Brown. Um, and she comes from more of like a Taoist sexology approach, but it's also, and it's also very much about pleasure, orgasm, et cetera. And she offered this, this workshop in Santa Cruz in person, I think it was for penis owning folks who are, are Volvo phoning, Volvo owner and admirers of Volvo owning folks. And so he was like, I'm going to go to that. I'm like, cool, you go to that. That's awesome. Your partner. Yeah. He went oh, to it. Nice. And, and then nice. he, and he was like, he, so I was like, yeah, he's probably going to know a lot of things that she's going to share, but he came back. It was like, Oh, I learned some things. And so he oh. was showing me what he learned. And what it was, which is something we talk about in the, in the podcast and is in the book a lot, is going slower than slow and slower than that. But it was just this version of like extremely slow penetration beyond what we we had already practiced where like the – so if he's you know, inside of me with his cock, he's like at times – barely even moving and right. and but there's like really subtle movements where he's like feeling me my energy my body from you know from inside of me um and and very focused and very present again all things we talk about in shameless sex is just like something really landed in this um i don't know this more not not that it wasn't ineffective before but like he turned that notch way the fuck down but like slower than slow and then slower than that and then slower and slower than that like barely moving and I had some amazing experiences there, like the pleasure, the um, orgasmic waves, whether I'm like actually having an orgasm or, you know, if an orgasm is a 10, the seven, eight, nine, and like hanging out there for, you know, half an hour. And, um, oh my God, it wow. was, and, and it was also just really beautiful. Some people would call it, it was tantric. So, I mean, I don't, I don't use that word for myself. Maybe you want to say that about you. That's mm -hmm. cool. But, um, yeah, it was just, I already knew about the slowness and I had this experience of extreme slowness 
uh, combined with deep connection. And it was so fucking wonderful. And it's not something I want to do all the time every day. Um, but for certain times when we're, we're, we're energetically there, I'm like, I'm yeah, it, my body really loves that and responds to it. That's awesome. Oh. So there were no tools. Uh, no, there, was, there were some tools. Yeah. 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 Slower and slower and slower. Yeah, yeah. 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 No pitchforks, though. No, yes. <laughs> no pitchforks. Not, was just, not yet. Not I yet. was trying to be funny over there. Yeah, I like that. MacGyver. <laughs> yeah. uh, that's, that's awesome. I haven't even heard about this because she just got back from uh, being in Europe for work stuff. And uh, so I, that must have been after. And I can't wait to hear more, <laughs> uh, which, is, which is so cool that we get to talk like we're normally speaking to each other and, and share uh, some of our experiences with the listeners too on our show and on your show now. Um, for me, well, so I, I've always uh, been an advocate for porn, obviously ethical porn, and as an entertainment source tool. Let's it let's call this a tool, uh, mm-hmm. not for education. So stuff you see in porn, everyone uh, remember that that those are performers. Just think of it as you watching something at, uh, at the at the the theater. Uh, So I do really get aroused from porn. And it's been a very private thing, uh, helping me explore my body. Usually I use a vibrator and very solo. And I recently let my partner and watch what I was watching with him. So together, which was really difficult for me. And then I was after uh, I mean, sometimes during, but pausing and uh, sharing the fantasies and using my um, my voice to talk about what I wanted from him, which is something that can be fun. But I get a little lip locked where I can't think of what I want to say. And I've just been really playing into uh, just telling him what I want and asking for the same thing. Uh, mm. Tell me what you know you want me to do now, daddy. And, <laughs> right, right, right. and then going through some of the things that we uh, saw together. And so we have tapped into that. And that's the first time. I know it might sound weird. I've definitely Not had, weird at all. Not weird at all. <laughs> but it might sound weird because I am a sex educator with this podcast and sex toy you know, company uh, for years and worked with in the sex, uh, sexual pleasure realm and porn was very private. And I think we had porn viewing parties back in the day when there were DVDs. Like uh, April and I, not like her. And no, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. Right, so right, right. A- Amy and I would, yeah, what, like the, the behind the green door. Was that it? Yeah, and pirates. And pirates. We'd have them on in the background, no sound, and then have people over at our house just to, it was fun. Oh, amazing. Um, yeah. And, and not, we didn't live together, Amy and I, but we'd have porn viewing parties and people thought it was, really fun and they're like vintage porn now um but i never watched porn with my partner and i think that was kind of big for me and i think that it was big for him too and he was always asking like why won't you show me what you're what you're what you're into with porn and Mm -hmm. so um i was always shy I was like, I yeah. can't, I can't. I just Which can't. is also okay. I mean, yeah. even though, you know, logically and emotionally, like you're so locked into this field, it's also just like, if that's what you want, right? Like there's always room for newness and experimentation, but like there's no, it's shameless sex, right? There's no shame in you being private about your porn. Like that's okay too. I think maybe there's an inclination because we're in this field to be like, no, we're so proud and we are able to do this all the time. And it's like, we're people, we're just regular people totally. living in the world. Also have our, you know, little moments where we want to have have things for ourselves or where we're not sure if someone's going to judge us or 
depending on like how new or like deep the relationship, you know, there's so many different factors that play into that. I feel like. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. Yes. We're, we're all learning just as much. And then, then having podcasts like this, like we are, we right. are constant sex education and learning more yes. about ourselves. And even if we're like, Oh, I figured this out. Our bodies change or life changes or mm-hmm. our, our interests and desires change. So yeah, good for you, Chip, watching porn with your partner. Good job. That's great. I think you. that's so awesome. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I think right. that's Taking amazing. your time to get there. Yeah. Yeah, I went yes. slower than slow with that one. <laughs> slower than slow. And there will be other things that you experience that are slower than slow. Absolutely. And yeah, I think, you know, I just think especially with porn and, you know, with with ethical porn, right? That's again another thing that's only been in conversation in the last 10, 15 years and I'm so excited to see where that's going to go. I hope continue, you know, up and up in terms of more ethical porn companies and us really being able as sex educators to talk openly and honestly and shamelessly about ethical porn because so many people use it. And I would love to see research and numbers. I'm sure Pornhub or another company has done this on like how common it actually is for couples specifically to watch porn together. Because I think that conversation is few and far between, if I were to guess. I, think I don't people, think there's a lot of research, to be honest. Um, I'm sure there's not. I mean, maybe that's something we can kind of gather up the other sex educators with our pitchforks Dr. and see if we Dr. want to <laughs> approach that. Dr. David Lee, or actually, Lay. sorry, Dr. David Lay, I always pronounce it wrong because uh, he is one of the board uh, board members of Shaw, where I'm getting my sex ed certification. Mm-hmm. Only one module left. And he is an advocate. He actually will testify in court. He, he's like an advocate for ethical porn and, and also... Um, uh, shifting the beliefs around porn addiction because a lot of times the the typical sex uh, therapist that hasn't had a ton of of sex ed training, which you'd be surprised, right. there's people that are um, giving it like psych- psychiatrists even that um, will talk to people that consider themselves sex addicts. And um, there is not a lot of research yet about porn and the effects there is like in, in certain communities, like I, I think there's, there's like the Mormon community will, will, will fund a lot of that research, right. but then you're getting to look bias. at who's funding it. Yeah. Right. You gotta look behind the scenes. Right. So yeah, so there needs to be, I think, um, more information because porn can be a good tool, but ethical yeah. porn and, and Dr. David Lay, he speaks to ethical porn uh, specifically. What if I told you that I did a masturbation experiment with the magic wand and the results were incredible? Don't believe me? Let me share a few things with the class. When using the magic wand every day, I experienced less stress, anxiety, and physical tension. I reported more frequent positive moods when using the magic wand every day, including higher levels of confidence. My level of horniness increased over time when using the magic wand every day. Want to see how else the magic wand impacted me positively? Go to sexedwithdb.com slash magic wand experiment to learn more. Look at us. We've made it. We're small business owners running our own companies. What bliss. But do you still get that year-round anxiety feeling that you're not doing your taxes right? Or that you aren't getting the biggest bang for your buck? Thank G for Collective. Collective is the all-in-one financial solution for freelancers, contractors, and self-employed entrepreneurs. Collective members save an average of $10,000 per year on taxes. If you act before October 31st, you can too. Go to collective.com now and use code Danielle, D-A-N-I-E-L-L-E, to receive one month free. And make sure to tell them that Sex Ed with DB sent you.
Attention, abortion pills are still available in all 50 states. This includes both mainstream and alternate routes to access pills, even in states that have unjust abortion bans. Here's what folks need to know. Abortion pills can be purchased online and work best for pregnancies less than 12 weeks. There are free and confidential resources to help people get medical questions answered, assess any legal risk, find funding, and safely manage their miscarriages and abortions on their own terms. This helps alleviate burden on local funds and clinics, which are continuing to do all they can in support of their communities. Visit PlanCPills.org to learn more and join the movement. Well, we have a couple questions left here. This has been such a ball. Not surprised at all. You guys are fantastic. But I'm curious if there was kind of like one thing from the book or otherwise that you would kind of want everyone to know about the way in which that they connect to their bodies. What would you say that you you want them to know or like something that you would want them to try? Because we already heard from you, right? Like you are in charge of your own pleasure, right? Which is a really powerful, powerful phrase. And I wonder if we could take it a step further of like, okay, now how do I, if I know that and I truly believe it, what are some ways that I can connect to my body? One thing that came to mind for me right away when you asked that is uh, is, is about um, connecting to your own inner wild animal. And maybe mm. it's not an animal, but a sexual being that isn't the way you think it should look or act. Um, and it's it's something that you can do on your own. And actually is ideal to do on your own before you go and be like, hey, partner, I'm going to go and try to connect to my inner animal. Um, but You I, start I, howling yeah, all of a sudden. Like, what the fuck's going on? Yeah, maybe they're into it. Like, all right, you're a werewolf. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And, and you know, maybe again, like a maybe wolverine. It's not animal. A wolverine. wolverine. Oh, yeah. Wolverine. <laughs> I'm going to be that for Halloween, actually. Yeah. Thank you so much for giving me that costume. We've talked about this every Halloween. April and I will be together in Costa Rica this year for our retreat. But actually, we don't have it, enough space for a Wolverine. No Wolverines in our room. <laughs> okay. But so I had, I had a client who, um, penis owning human, who th- who was having good sex but was a little disappointed by his orgasms and he was seeing his vulva owning partners having these you know more profound orgasms than him you know they seemed like they lasted more than a couple seconds um you know they weren't like exhausted after and uh and he's just like it just it feels so empty like i have orgasms but it feels so empty so um over a coaching call i was guiding him not not like on the call to go and do this but to kind of like giving him an idea of what this practice could look like and so he went on his own and this is kind of what it what it looked like was you know in his own room where no one's going to disturb him and this goes with self-pleasure right and um connecting to your body he he set this this time for just to be with himself where in a place where he could be as loud as he wanted to and no one's going to see him and judge him for how he was moving or 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 speaking and i so it was you know just lay on the ground maybe you're naked maybe you're not or on the carpet in your room and just like start to like you could even put on some music or if that feels right to you, but start to move your body however it wants to move and then get curious of if my body was some sort of animal and you know, like some erotic animal. And so you kind of want to get into the eroticism a little bit first. So maybe that's like touching your genitals to like ramp it up a little bit. And if your body was curious about what kind of animal would it be, you know, what would it be and start to like invite that in and move like that. Maybe it's a snake and it's like little snake movements or maybe it is you know a like lemur a the, lemur the bear. austin powers you're a lemur a lemur a lemur <laughs> yes or yeah or maybe girl, baby it's, girl. yeah or a tiger or maybe it's something you wouldn't even think was a sexy animal right like i'm a house cat i don't know but mm. you start to to drop into this and then let yourself and your body be as fucking ridiculous as it wants as possible like roaring hissing whatever no one's watching no one's judging other than you no one really cares this is your space 
And then let your body or your hands also glide over your body and like roll around however it wants. It's just like following the thread of this ridiculous thing. What does my body want to do in this erotic space? And he ended up, he said, called me. He was like, Amy, I'm a bear. And I was like, oh you're God, a bear? He knew. Yeah. He knew. He, he's like, I did this practice. I discovered I'm a bear and I had the most amazing orgasms. Aww. I had multiple oh orgasms. God. They were like, just like blasted out of his own body. And so now the next step is how do you bring this into in a partner? Like, hey, just you know, I'm a bear. So when I drop into the space, I might make these really loud sounds or move in this way. And that's just my expression. Uh, and so I think that's a really powerful tool. And if again, if you don't connect with the animal thing, how can you just let your in your self pleasure practice by yourself, let your body move the way it wants, express however it wants without judging yourself or trying to alter that in the way you think it should be. Uh, and a lot can happen in that practice and make your pleasure even more alive than it already is. Yeah. I love, love that. that. What animal are you, Danielle? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I'm really, I'm thinking. I got to do You're this on my own. <laughs> also, April, I want to hear you for sure. But I, just one comment on that is like, that almost brought me to tears because mm-hmm. I feel like we don't let like cis, I don't know this person's gender identity, but it's cis men yeah, in particular, yeah. we don't let them play. Like we don't let them kind of like, and and a bear is very masculine. So like maybe that's a different kind of example, but you you know what I mean? Like I feel like there's no room for cis men to just like really let loose without feeling like so embarrassed. And like for a man to be able to connect to his body in that way and not feel like ashamed and for it to be empowering and to let that play really guide is really powerful and just very cool. So I just wanted to call that out. Yeah. Thank oh you. yeah. It's fun. I it's love that. Fun too. What ways. animal are you, Amy? I'm some sort of cat thing. I don't rev it fully. Like it, t- it changes. Like sometimes I could be a house cat, but sometimes I am like a tiger or a tigress or whatever. And, you know, it's, it's some some feline-ish thing that's – it depends on, on my mood. If I'm, if I'm feeling mm. a little low energy, I might be like, I don't know, the quiet cat. Sometimes I'm like, I'm going to claw the shit out of you, concentric. Right, right, right. <laughs> I feel like I'm a dolphin. I'm just like, yeah. Oh, oh she yeah. Is. Dolphins you love are. to fuck. <laughs> dolphins love to fuck. Yeah, yeah they do. They do. And I have like the – I have like – I'm like a sphinx. I have like no hair on my body. I'm born this way. And so oh, my wow. my partner is always like you have the, like dolphin skin and I'm like that's right. I'm and she's like yeah <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, you just have to start yeah doing the dolphin sound. Uh, yeah. It's so uh, bringing like back to this question because I love Amy's response and um, I probably uh, haven't been that sexy animal that I would want to be because dolphins. I don't know. I I would probably laugh my ass off at myself if I was bringing my inner animal to the bedroom with my partner, but doing it by myself uh, is so fun. And um, that brings me to, I think, getting out of your head and into your body because I am, and I know Amy also says that she's the same and constantly in my head, I'm a heady person. And Yes, acting on a lot of logic, but like in the bedroom, being in your head and just thinking about either what's happening right there, but getting heady about it where you're like, oh, why am I not doing this? Why am I not orgasming? Why, uh, eh, you know, or what do I have to do? I, I need to go check the like the laundry or is the baby crying? I don't have a baby, but I'm assuming this is sort of the 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 rabbit hole that you can tumble down um, when you're heady. And I do things like, oh, my God, I wonder if my pussy smells OK or so that can really be troublesome in the bedroom mm. to drop into your experience, not only with yourself, but what you're experiencing with a partner or partners. So getting out of your head is for me, one of the most crucial aspects of dropping into my sexual experience. And what's really helped me 
And I'm not even kidding. I do 10 minute meditations every single day, not sexual in any way, um, where they're body scans or focusing on the breath. Um, and just 10 minutes a day has shifted so much of my bedroom activity. And meditation, it doesn't have to be where you're just uh, this this guru uh, or a monk or a yogi. Uh, you can bring it into the middle of your day or in the morning, you can lay down and just pointedly focus your breath and your energy on your you know, your big toe or your your throat. And in the bedroom, I will do that as well. And then I also like to take away some sometimes some of my senses. Like I enjoy bl- being blindfolded because then I can smell um, so much more uh, or taking away my hands, right? So putting a tie um, with my hands behind my back or that this is what I I do. So obviously, I'm not saying anyone should or should not do that. That just can heighten your other senses when you remove something to make you drop into the experience a little more uh, deeply. So um, getting out of your head and into your body is a huge piece because again, your brain is your largest sex organ. And if you're tumbling down that path of thinking something's wrong or my, my dick isn't getting hard or I'm not coming when I want to come or uh, or or I forgot to shave my armpits if you shave or it, uh, did they just get a hair in their mouth while they're going down, right? <laughs> All of these things, it can still be playful. Um, you can you can even drop in and be like, did you just get a hair in your mouth? Like, oh, yeah, yeah. it could be fun too. So I think that would be um, my answer to the question. Love it. I love it. Uh, you both are so fantastic. I know I'm singing your praises left and right, but I'm really, really glad to have you on the podcast and especially for our first episode of season nine yeah. of Sex Ed with DB. Uh, would love to know kind of like what's next for you. Where can our listeners find you and buy your book and listen to your podcast and follow you on socials and all those fun, fun things? Oh my gosh, we are super easy mm-hmm. when it comes to finding us. Shameless Sex is we trademark that it is who we are. And any handle, if you're on TikTok, if you're on Instagram, uh, even Facebook, it's at Shameless Sex Podcast. Uh, our book is again, anywhere books are sold. So uh, we do want to encourage everyone to order a hard cover, like pre-order this, because not only will it help folks find shameless sex, meaning helping them better their lives, changing the world, uh, but what happens is if you pre-order the book, uh, then you make the list. So it only helps people that maybe don't listen to podcasts or maybe love books, but they just go in and and look at what Oprah's reading. Uh, So that being said, uh, hopefully Oprah will read Shameless yeah. Sex. Shout out to Oprah. Say, has we Oprah love you. read this book. Uh, oh yeah. my god. Nope, nope, she has not. Uh, <laughs> not we, yet. Not, not, yet. Uh, not yeah. yet. Uh, it just it just helps uh make the lists. So it's not even a, a sales piece. It's actually just a helpful piece to encourage all y'all. And we have uh, an Instagram right now. Uh, this is October, but we're recording the sixteenth. Um, we are running a. It's basically a contest. We're giving away over a thousand dollars of things like cozy earth tushy um and every copy of shameless sex hardcover copy you buy will enter you into uh this raffle that we're going to do on november 14th when the book comes out um and so if you buy 20 copies you will have 20 entries Mm. uh and no matter what if you buy a copy though if you pre-order 
a hardcover. Uh, we will give you a workshop uh, that Amy and I put together that's amazingly shot, and that's to help you spice up your sex life. And that's free and only exclusive to folks that purchase, uh, pre-order the book. You can go to shamelesssex.com and uh, there's a link. You just click the link for the book. It'll send you to Amazon right now. You can buy it on Barnes & Noble and uh, hardcover only. But that's pretty much it. We're going to be doing a book tour as well, starting in San Francisco and New York in November and then Philadelphia. Then we'll be in Salt Lake City and then uh, starting again in January, LA and then various places. So you can can track us if you follow us at Shameless Sex Podcast. Yeah. Great. Uh, Well, sold. You sold me. Marketing geniuses (laughs) over here. Uh, And if I'm free, I would love to come to the SF uh, Mm -hmm. in-person book tour. But April and Amy, thank you again for being on. Uh, Please go buy their book. uh, Pre-order it. Uh, Comes out November 14th. Is that correct? Yep. November 14th. And uh, yeah, you go have shameless sex, listener. Have a good day. Our creator, host, and executive producer is me, Danielle Bezalel. Our producer and communications lead is Catherine Cohen. Our producer and communications coordinator is Sadie Leegee. Our marketing coordinator is Kate Fiala. Our music theme is by Hook Sounds. Thanks so much to our featured guests, partners, and listeners. Want to partner with us? Email us at sexedwithdb at gmail.com. For more sex ed content, follow us on Instagram at sexedwithdbpodcast and on TikTok at sexedwithdb. Want to rep us with some brand new Sex Ed with DB merch? Go to sexedwithdb.com slash merch to check it out now. See you next time. 